Yes, Jeff? Hey, Brian. Hey. Jeff again. How's it going? Hey, how you doing? Good. Can you hear me okay? Oh, yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, you're kind of breaking up a little bit. Uh, how about this? Oh, that's better. A little better. Okay. Yeah. All right, so uh, first of all, congratulations on the uh, third part of the trilogy. Oh, yeah, thanks. And uh, when you start your write, the writing process, what uh, what comes first for you? Is it the, the overall uh, story? Is it the lyrics? Or is it the music? Uh, well, for this uh, particular project, it was the story. And uh, followed pretty quickly by the music. Um, I wrote this uh, several years ago when I was hiking across Spain, um, I had this idea and uh, immediately started working on it. And then I actually started composing some ideas while I was traveling and um, came up with uh, quite a few musical outlines to uh, support the storyline. And, uh, and then it kind of grew from there. Um, but there's really no set way on other albums. You know, the, sometimes it's been a word that starts off the whole thing. Sometimes it's a, a musical figure, you know, that starts off a song, that starts off a whole series of songs, you know. <laughs> sometimes it's just a, a, uh, uh, a short idea that you have, you know, like, uh, uh, I want to write a song that try to, you know, expresses how I'm feeling at the moment, which is, you know, completely separate and disconnected and, uh, you know, that kind of comes into, uh, turns into a, a song, you know. Right, right. Now, do you take that, those ideas and uh, bring it to the people that you're playing with or uh, how does that work? Do you guys communicate through, uh, I know a lot of bands do like the file sharing, things like that. Um, or do you bring everyone into one studio and just say, let's just do this? Yeah. Yeah, for this project, that's kind of what I did. So I brought them in, and uh, uh, we sat in one place for a few weeks, and uh, we recorded the, the bulk of the material all at one time. And really, it was a matter of just playing them the piece, and then, you know, with the outline that I had already uh, come up with, and then saying, you know, this is where I, I'm starting. Let's take it a little further and see what we do with it. Right. And, uh, I try to give people that I'm collaborating with um, room to express themselves within the framework that I've written, you know, and that, that seems to work really well. Right. The um, the album when you when you especially when you listen to it with headphones on, it, it's really um, oh, it's atmospheric. Um, was that a conscious effort, or uh, is it just the the way the things are, are rolled out in the studio? Uh, no, I think it's, uh, it's just, you know, I, I like to have, um, albums that sort of paint a picture, you know, and I like to create an atmosphere around the story that's taking place. And, uh, uh, that's, that's really what I tried to do with, with this series of records is create a, uh, a sound environment, you know, for the story to live in. Right. Well, it, I mean, it does, it sounds, you know, perfect loud but it, when you put the headphones on it really really just kind of transport you right there you know yeah so, yeah and um, that's the beauty of headphones huh? yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It's, so what um as far as the touring goes for this release are you in the middle of that or are you uh, starting this 
no, I, I start uh, January, yeah, January 11th in Dublin, Ireland. Uh, that was my first show. And uh, I'll be in Europe until uh, April, touring there. And uh, then I'm going to take a break for a couple months and then begin the North American tour in um, September, I believe, is when it starts. And do you find the, the audiences from the U.S. to Europe uh, totally different, uh, more responsive, less responsive? How, how do you find them? Uh, oh, I think culturally there's differences, you know. Uh, there used to be more dramatic differences, but uh, I think with the age we live in now, communication being what it is, not so much cultural differences anymore. People still, you know, come to the show and uh, they sit, they stand, they go crazy, they contemplate, you know, they, they kind of run, they kind of try to run a number of different emotions, you know, within the, the context of the set list. So kind of like take them on a little journey, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, and that, that seems to be something that people like worldwide. <laughs> <laughs> Right, right. Do you have a, um, a regimen that you go through as far as staying healthy on the road and, and preparing the vocals to keep keep your vocals up to shape? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I try not to uh, drink too much. <laughs> Probably my number one thing on the road is you know, try to live a moderate lifestyle so I can make it to the next show, you know? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I think uh, that's really the name of the game is when you travel is you try to stay healthy. You know, it's... It's difficult because one, you're in a different place every day, and you're you're constantly on the move and constantly exposed to you know all these different people and different environments. So you probably are more susceptible to getting ill, you know. So it's best to sort of lead a moderate lifestyle so your your immune system stays strong, you know. Right, right. And um, as far as being on the road, what's uh, what's one of the craziest things that's happened to you gosh there's so many <laughs> crazy things you know when you when you travel in a rock band your whole world is crazy you know yeah. you're just you're just this traveling group of people going from city to city all across the world traveling to borders and customs and um checkpoints and you know your own you're your own little group and uh it, it gets kind of weird because you know you're a bunch of creative people all put together in in a traveling box and you're <laughs> let loose for several hours during the day and then uh, collected and put back on the box and you know transport to the next place. And so the regiment can kind of get to you. Some people really like it and adapt to it. Like myself, I, I'm very comfortable being on the road, and other people can't handle it at all and you never know who's gonna crack you know and, and not be able to handle it until they're out there and um so you just have to keep an eye on you know everybody involved and make sure that they 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 get back to where they started from because <laughs> we've lost people on the road we, we uh we had a keyboard player playing with us on the tour and uh he went to customs and never returned well, wow. never saw him, never actually saw him again. Wow. You know, I know what happened. 
Still to this day, I don't know what happened. Who knows? He's probably in a jail somewhere. Probably. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm guessing that's that's what happened. But, uh, you know, it's, it's odd that uh, we never got in touch with him, you know, or we tried getting in touch with him, but there was no answer, and he never communicated <laughs> back to us, so it's gone. You know? wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So over the years, uh, the touring and, and things like that, have you noticed, obviously you must have noticed that the, you know, level of uh, security changed um, at shows. Uh, are you concerned with any of that, or are you just playing the music and that's it? You know, do you ever think about that? Um, yeah, it, I haven't really noticed a huge change in it all. Um, you know, honestly, I've traveled in 65 countries around the world, and the, the only country that I've had issues with violence has been the United States. You know, and, uh, it's crazy, but that's kind of the environment we live in. And um, like my dad told me this recently, who hasn't traveled a lot, he said, hey, what are you doing? And I go, well, I'm, I'm getting ready to go to France. And he just started unloading on me about, you know, being careful about traveling there because those people aren't like us. <laughs> and, you know, they're out to get you and you should really be careful. I said, Dad, what are you, are you watching Fox News again? You know, you got to turn that station off, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty, pretty much any news you watch, you just if you just shut it off, you, you find that your world is much much more of a brighter place. It is. It's calmer and happier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's, you know, I don't, I don't watch any of that, the news, unless, you know, it, if it comes through like a feed, something happened, I'll, I'll watch, but I don't, I don't subscribe to any of that stuff. Um, try not to, anyway, you know. Yeah, I kind of prefer to live in my own world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, you know, do, do you find that, uh, lyric-wise, pulling, um, ideas from the current, you know, situations in the world, do you, do you find that you've, you're flooded with it, with ideas or are you just frustrated with certain things and you, you don't want to write about things as an artist? Well, I think it's a, a fascinating time to be alive right now. It's just wonderful. So many, you know, new innovations and uh, and also, you know, we're, we're communicating at such a rate nowadays that uh, we are witness to things happening happening you know simultaneously around the world which we never were before and uh, we're able to comment on situations that occur uh, on the other side of the world daily and uh, where you know in the past it would be months before we heard uh, news of a story or, or that kind of thing and then it would take a long time before people would respond and it's just the, the pace of communication is uh, is uh, increased it to such a rate now where we're actually like living in real time worldwide you know and we're also especially in america we're kind of in this state of uh looking at ourselves reflectively and analyzing i think our our country and our our situation and putting it up in a comparison sense to other countries we're wondering well, why don't we have health care you know why aren't we taking care of our people why, why is it, you know, the, the few get so many benefits and the, the many don't? You know, why is that happening? Why why do we have to pay property taxes on property we own? And, <laughs> yeah. you know, where does our money go that, that we're supposedly paying, you know, every month 
for or where are these taxes going? It certainly isn't to the roads or the infrastructure. Exactly. You know, everything's falling apart. I mean, you can't, there's a good reason why our, our, our you know, our speed limits are so low. Uh, our roads can't handle the cars that, that have been invented now. I mean, automobiles are amazing what they can do, you know, but our roads can't handle them. So they got to keep the, you know, the speed down. People are, are killing themselves because they can't, the roads are horrible. Right. You know, they're actually engineered badly and, uh, and actually engineered, uh, you know, like a, a curve, you know, it's supposed to have a camera to it to keep, you know, the car on the road and ours are actually engineered backwards where they're going the opposite way. You know, like how did those guys get jobs? You know, how did the, who hired those guys? Anyway, we're, I think it's a reckoning, you know, we're, we're drawing new boundaries. We're analyzing uh, these rules that our parents passed down to us. And we're questioning, well, is this a good idea still? Does this really work? You know, these are ideas that are uh, kind of 20th century. And, you know, here we are in the 21st century looking at things now. And it really wasn't that long ago when, you know, uh, women didn't have the right to vote. They couldn't work outside the, the home. They were considered uh, inadequate you know, to uh, make political decisions. And now we look at that with our 21st century eyes and we go, what the hell? What were these people thinking? Right. You know, it's, that's ridiculous. It wasn't too long ago when it was okay and acceptable for people to own other people in this country. And now we look at that and we go, oh my God, how barbaric, how primitive for these people. Well, <laughs> you know, I think we're in the same place now where we're looking at where we are and, and uh, Pretty soon our grandchildren are going to be looking at us going, oh my God, you guys were so primitive in how you thought. Right, right. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I, you know, Our taxes are going to um, slush funds to pay off uh, sexual abuse victims in Congress. You know, it's just it's amazing. Oh, it's, it's uh, incredible. And uh, there, there's so many different situations that uh, need to be addressed, and we're doing that now. I mean, it, it, it's happening at a very fast pace and actually seems to be escalating now yeah. where people are saying, I've had enough of this, you know, I actually had enough. Right. Right. I think social media has actually propelled that uh, faster than yeah. they thought it would, you know, anyone thought it would, would be capable. Um, also too, on a musical level, musician level, uh, somebody with Instagram could follow you on tour um, and see snippets of your show or on YouTube uh, from anywhere in the world at any time. So the communication level between bands and fans is, you know, shortened greatly. Yeah, it's really escalating, yeah. It's uh, on every level. It's fascinating to watch. And, you know, with every new sort of situation that arises, there's uh, uh, there's pros and cons, you know, to, to what happens. So, uh, you know, you... I think it's important that we're all part of the big discussion and we all, you know, give our uh, two cents into, you know, how things could be or ideas on how we could make things better. And we, we just need to do it in a civil fashion, you know, where uh, it, it, voices can be heard. You know, Because when you speak in anger, people shut down yeah. and they, they stop listening, you know, mm-hmm. uh, constructively looking to come to a, a solution or a, a better way of doing something is uh, is always better, I think. Exactly, right. Um, getting back to the, the music, obviously, um, you just released this album, but what are your, uh, what are the future plans? 
Yeah. Uh, tour, 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 tour. <laughs> yeah. On the 18th of, uh, or 11th of, uh, me, 11th of January, I'm getting the tour, and I'll just be going all year, all year long. Uh, 2018 is a big touring year for me. Any plans for, like, uh, for a DVD release? No, I'm, uh, I'm really kind of laying low. The only project that I'm, I'm in the midst of finishing now is uh, a new song I wrote uh, that I'm giving away uh, to charity. Um, it's a song about addiction and homelessness, and uh, I'm filming it, also a video for it, and uh, I'm donating all the proceeds to this particular song to uh, my charity, which is called Mercy Watch, which is a wonderful charity that uh, funds uh, doctors and healthcare professionals and counselors and drug addiction specialists who actually go out on the on the streets of cities and they they help people find a new direction in their life and um it's a fantastic charity and uh so that's why i'm, I'm supporting that with uh, this uh, benefit nice nice do you um <clears throat> do you find that uh most interviewers end up asking about a uh, possible reunion with with queen's right does that frustrate you to be asked that, even though I'm asking it. Uh, no, it doesn't frustrate me. Doesn't frustrate me at all. It's probably it's pretty much human nature, you know. I think. Um, yeah, I get asked that a lot. <laughs> I've been doing a lot of interviews, you know, of course, for the new record. And, uh, that's definitely one of the questions people ask me. You know. I just, you know, it, it obviously it's something that my readers would want to know, but it also. I'm more interested in the in the new album because it, it's fantastic. Um, so as an artist, I would imagine you'd want to get that information out before talking about whatever was in the past. But that is a you know, it's a big part of your, of you know who you who you are, your legacy. Um, when you first started with that with the band, way way back then, did you imagine that it would go as far as it did at the time, or was it just Let's just see what happens. Yeah, I don't think anybody ever can guess, you know, the outcome of something they get involved with, uh, you know, real accurately. And uh, especially something as volatile as a band, um, you, you know, there's no way to judge it. Um, you know, we, we, we really did a lot of stuff. You know, we, we uh, were very productive and... Know, spent 30 years making music together and that's a darn good run yeah. you know yeah. and I'm very happy about that and uh, uh, I'm sad that it ended the way it did and it's it's really too bad that uh, it could have been couldn't have been handled better um, but you know it ran its course and uh, probably ran longer than it should have <laughs> you know and uh, it's uh, it's something that I, I don't miss and uh, I would never say no to a reunion. I don't think I think I'd be very open-minded to it. But honestly, I don't see it being likely. Right. right. Well, it's, you know, <clears throat> it, it is what it is. I mean, that's, you know, you've, you've moved on. And, and the music you're creating now is, is it's you. It's, it's equal to what it was. So I, I find that the music you're putting out now is just as good as what was then. So I'm not... I have that music, and now I'm looking forward to everything else you do. So, um, 
I think a lot of fans are, are feel that way. Thank you very much, Brian. Yeah, no problem. I do have one question, though, as a fan of early Queensryche. What does NM156 stand for? (laughs) Uh, Wow, it's the the model number. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, A computer-based life form. Okay, all right. Okay, we, my friends and I had many, many discussions about what that meant. It's trying to figure out. We spent many hours of our lives trying to figure that out, just to let you know. And were you close? <laughs> no, um, we had some idea that it was along those lines, but not quite like that. So, yeah, yeah, it was, you know, just part of my, my childhood, just to share that with you. But, um, you know, I'm sure you hear that a lot, but just uh, in the... Relating to that, does that, you, you know, you're, I'm sure you probably have people come to your shows that have, you know, children with them that, that have grown up with, you know, Queensryche and now they've grown up with the, with your music. Does that, if you sit back and say, man, how long have I actually been doing this? Um, does it blow your mind when you see younger younger kids in the audience? Yeah, it does. Yeah. It's a, it's a long, strange trip. It <laughs> 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 really is. Yeah. I, I, uh. I definitely like it though, and um, I really enjoy talking with people after the show or before the show uh, when they bring their kids or their grandkids down. And uh, these younger generations are, you know, their their uh, their parents and them are, are bonded by this this music. You know, it's part of their lives, and um, that's very flattering. You know, you, you couldn't hope for a, a more flattering experience. If, question before I let you go just because I'm sure you got a lot of things going on um, what is your um, overall favorite city to play in oh gosh uh, I don't really have a favorite city but I, I tell you I love traveling in fact I I travel um, I only play shows so I can travel <laughs> you know <laughs> I enjoy going to so many places and got uh, friends in, in almost every city I go to, and it's wonderful catching up with people, you know, coming to their, their town every year or every two years, and seeing friends and family that you know, and um, yeah, I, I don't even know how many cities I've been to at this point. I had never kept count of the cities. I know I traveled and played shows in 65 countries, but uh, I haven't never counted the cities. All right. Well, that's cool. Uh, I appreciate you taking the time to uh, to talk to me, and uh, you know, good luck with with the album uh, and the, in the tour. Hopefully, I'll get a chance to uh, see you if you come to the East Coast uh, in twenty eighteen. Yep, I'll be there. Nice. 
and so will I. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. All right. Well, great talking with you. All right. Brian, and, and thanks again for the interview. I really appreciate it. No problem. Thank you. All right. All happy right. holidays. You too. Yeah.